Hello, you're listening to Freelance Mum, the mother of all juggling acts, with me, Faye Dicker. And me, Laura Rawlings. Thanks for listening to the Freelance Mum podcast with myself and Laura. Um, It's week whatever in lockdown, and Laura and I have had great fun sharing some of our survival tips. Um, How's it going with you at your end at the moment, Laura? I was thinking, Faye, as you were saying that, it's week whatever, it's also day whatever. (laughs) Who, I mean, who knows anymore what day it is or what we would normally be doing at this kind of time. It's all weirdly rolling into one as work shuffles around and... Um, like many people, juggles around children, so everything just isn't quite the same. But yeah, still glad of the sunshine when it's sunny days. Everything goes so much better. Um, that's probably the big thing. Yes, I have moments of finding it really irritating and frustrating. And I was saying to my partner just yesterday about this, and he's like, "Well, <laughs> he was basically saying, why are you complaining about that? It's the same for everyone." Mm. I was like, "Yeah, but I can't help it because it's really annoying me right now." Mm. And he was kind of telling me to get over it, um, which is true and right. But it's also when you're in the midst of it and you're feeling frustrated, that's uh, not what you want to hear, is it? No, not at all. I think we have partners with similar mindsets um, in that respect. Um Eddie's very much of the it is what it is, which is great. Yes, it is what it is. But we are also allowed to have those moments of ah, I'm feeling frustrated. And I've always been a big believer in whether it's lockdown or not lockdown. You just got to feel whatever you're feeling, feel the feelings. And um, once you felt them, you can work through them and you can emerge the other side. Um, and it's hard when you're having a tricky moment to not be able to um, deal with something in its usual way because the very nature of the problem and the frustration of the thing that's causing it is the thing that stops you from dealing with it. So, yes. Exactly that. On a more lighter note, we've got a Mm. lovely recording from you, Laura, when you took us down to the farm earlier last week. Exactly. This was such a nice thing to do. Um, And obviously, you wait until you're in the right frame of mind to do this kind of recording, as you found, Faye, because we heard yours last week. But I realise, and we all know this, but this experience of lockdown is very different for each and every one of us. Now, I've decided to share one of the finer moments with you, as opposed to the sort of moment that I mentioned just now when I'm feeling annoyed by everything. Um, but yeah, it was it was a real delight to be able to do it. And just, yeah, this is how it is for me, um, early doors in the day. So I hope you enjoy listening to it. And I hope that perhaps it's a, um, a slightly different snapshot to what you might have been expecting. Good morning. I decided that I would start my little snippet of my audio diary with you outside in the garden where we've got some of the dawn chorus going on in the background and possibly my brother's cockerel crowing in the background because it's um, heading towards six o'clock in the morning. I've come outside because who wouldn't want to hear the dawn chorus it's something that just fills my heart and soul when I hear it no matter what's going on but especially at the moment it's also ridiculously early and the only time when I get a moment to myself and I'm sure this will be familiar to many of you um, but since lockdown I've been waking up at about anything from 4am onwards which is kind of hideous not helped by having a toddler who wakes me up a lot in the night um, but that's okay because I decided that I would just start getting up. So on average, I'm up at about 5.30 and that gives me a good hour in the day, which otherwise I don't get a moment to myself when I can actually, well, just do what I like within reason. Um, but what it's actually turned into is I tend to bake food. So I've kind of prepared stuff for the day ahead. So today it's bolognese and a little tea bread. 
So that's all on the go in the kitchen. Oh, there's a pheasant in the background. Um, so that's on the go. They're asleep above the kitchen, so I thought better get outside. So I often do a bit of cooking and I take the chance to just walk up the road quietly before anyone's around or just have a little walk around the garden. So this is how I start my day in this kind of beautiful cacophony of sounds that all goes on before most of us get out the front door. Um, I can see the sun rising over the fields to the back, which is an absolute blessing. So where we live... It's a bit unusual. <laughs> it might not be to everyone's taste. Um, but I'm in the countryside and me and my family, so my siblings and parents, all live in a row of in a consecutive row of houses, which I know is weird. Um, but that's how we are. And it's got the farm around it, so the fields from the farm to the front of our house and to the back of our house, which I've always enjoyed, but I've never really appreciated until now to the same degree. So I used to live slap bang in the middle of Bristol and loved it for all of the things that went on. It was a complete social butterfly. We'd go to like three things a night and then moved to the countryside when the house that my nan and grandpa used to own many moons ago came on the market. And I'm looking at it right now. And they sold it when I was a little girl. And um, anyway, the couple died a few years ago and I thought, gosh, I need to be there. And so I moved back here. So I'm in the house that my nan and grandpa had when I was little. And anyway, it's in a lovely spot and since we've had this whole lockdown thing going on I have so enjoyed being in the countryside and I don't mean that in a smug way but because I've, I've often felt oh, I like being in a city and it's got this that and the other going on which is what I love but um, the feeling of being able to go outside especially at springtime is just amazing so this place has really come into its own um, so I get up and see the sunrise out the back over the fields I can stand in the garden, which I do, and I see the little flowers starting to open their face as it becomes daylight. Um, so the daisies and the daffodils, the little primroses, they're out all the time, they're beautiful. Got some crows going overhead. Um, and just next to me, so next to my house, is the is a shed which my parents and family own. And it's currently the lambing shed because it's that time of year when we've got the spring lambs arriving. And they've all been doing that since lockdown. So what happens because I've got a small toddler daughter which has prepared me well for lockdown because I haven't been out to anything for ages so you know gigs going to the cinema watching a film you've got to be joking to a coffee shop that's my that's my treat when I get into Bristol um twice a week or it was so in some ways not much has changed actually because I'm looking after her a lot of the time but today I'm working from home and so is my partner, Will, and he's got one of those jobs that seems to fill the entire day, some of the evening and a weekend, which is great because he loves it, but it's going to be an interesting juggle today as I work, you know, a couple of days a week, and he's more than full-time. But, um, yeah, for my the way that I am coping, so I cook in the morning, I will creep into the lambing shed, and I will take you in there, actually, because um, I think you'll like going in the lambing shed. And when, you, when I go in there and I see baby lambs in the morning, because they're often born like now then you go in it's like opening the advent calendar and finding a little treat behind it so we will go into the lambing shed so yes yeah, so i cope by doing this i also download i seem to have some big files i've had to download so i kind of make use of the internet early doors because we don't have broadband we're relying on a dongle which is fine until everyone else is doing this doing the same thing so I'm, i've currently got some big files downloading i've got the lunch and snacks cooking and we'll go in the lambing shed in a minute but I just wanted to bring you outside because this is something that's keeping me um, sane and happy is the ability to get out into the garden and I realise that makes me one of the very lucky ones and I've often reflected on what it would have been like if I was 
in my flat in Bristol and not able to come outside or do the same things at the moment. And yeah, it would have been a very different kind of kettle of fish. For once, I haven't got envy of being in the city. <laughs> I'm actually thinking this countryside lark is all right. So I'm going to go and stir the bolognese and then we're going to come back and go in the lambing shed and I'll take you to meet some sheep. Okay, so I have now come back outside and what's changed this time, you might be able to hear the sound of the pushchair, is that I've got my little assistant who in the night was asking to come and see the sheep from about 4am and so here we are, she is now with me at quarter to seven going around to see them so we're just going to walk around up the road, (laughs) up the road, it's literally out my front gate and into the next gate. By now brother's cockerel is in full swing and I can see my mum is there already in the shed so we'll just walk around past all the amazing hedges they're just so pretty at the moment it looks like someone scattered icing sugar on the top with the black black thorn flowers and all of the blossoms the scent of the wild garlic which I go past to get in the shed oh sorry Lola hold tight it's a bit bumpy (laughs) one handed we'll go in the shed and see what's going on Baba I'll see Grandma as well. All right, Lowell, hold on. I'll just do the gate. Hello, Mum. Any more babies? Some twins. I'm doing a recording for a podcast, so I'm just doing that at the moment. So here comes me and my assistant. Here she is. Ah, little twin lammies. Little babas. Gosh, they're big lambs, aren't they? God, that's really good. You've got some new babies, Lola. Uh, thank goodness for a three wheeled pram. Do you reckon that one's next over there? Uh, meh. Here are the bars. Oh, look, that one's got all the lammies in her pen. Ah, oh, Lola, so they're all in, once they've had their little lambs, they're in pens, aren't they? So they can mother up and look after their little lammies. We've got twins there, little white-faced ones. Some little triplets, a couple of sets of triplets, which is a logistical challenge for you because they've only got two teats. So you've got to till them along on the bottle. Ah, Lolies, don't grab the phone. This is the, what it's like all day. You're trying to grab the telephone. What would you like to say... To anyone listening, Daddy. you want hey doggy? That's how you're coping with the lockdown, is it? All the, all the, yes, all the pig, Peppa Pig, pig. Oh no! Now I've started something. Now she wants to climb out the pushchair. Yeah, we're not going to do that. I might stop recording now because I don't want you to have to fiddle with the phone right now. Hey doggy, look, you've got a sheepy. It's hey sheepy, Hey doggy's asleep at the moment. So we're looking at the lambs, aren't we? Oh, <laughs> that one's so hungry. Look at him. He looks like he's put his foot in the water trough because he's splashing water. And with this nice sunny weather, some of these will get to go back outside once their lambs are strong enough. Yeah. It's very calm and peaceful. Lola, can you say sheep? Can you say bat? Go on, say bat. 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 That's right. Laura, that was 
absolutely beautiful. I loved it. I just loved it. It was pure joy. I was in the lamb shed with you and I was just itching for you to open those doors and hear the sound. It's amazing. I didn't know that. I hadn't even thought about how a sheep, a mother sheep must deal with triplets. But now we know. Now we know. Exactly. Now you know. Uh, It was nice to do. It's one of those funny things, you know. I know lots of people are would would like to be doing this with their little ones, um, and so I was sort of in two minds about whether to kind of share it, as whether it's irritating hearing someone doing what you'd like to be doing, or whether actually it's quite nice just to hear perhaps a different soundscape, you know. So hopefully it fell into that it for did. you listening. It was beautiful <laughs> distraction therapy, and I think for me at the moment half the problem is actually you get to the end of the day, and I just don't know what to, you know, the the usual things that you might lose yourself into no longer feel appropriate. And on that note, actually, one win I have found this mm. week is yep. I, I'm I like the radio on in the mornings but I've not listened to the radio in the mornings for a long time now because I just can't consume it and the girls are in the house and it's not always appropriate. So I've decided to keep CB and it's been quiet. Consequently, mm. the house is both quiet and in the it's quiet in the wrong places because I miss that background sound. So I thought I was going to start listening to CBeebies radio um, because I wanted that chatter, that gentle chatter in the background. And CBeebies radio is ace. Yeah, so it's just thought, right, that's it. And, and that was a win. That was one of those wins where you think, oh, good. Well, it was, it was a win for now. Who knows how long that will last. But yes. Hey, but that's okay. We just yeah. ride whatever wave comes up in our direction. Completely. But we often is, have that at bedtime. Do you? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> and it is having those moments and those pockets of distraction. And so to lose myself in the farm with you for a few moments and to picture it, to picture some of the things that we can't see at the moment and enjoy in the same way that possibly we might have been out trying to visit lambs and sheep and, you know, farms at this time of year. It's It's a a joy so thank you for taking the time to do that it was really really lovely oh well i'll happily take you and anyone else in, the, in my sort of virtual pocket as i go outside <laughs> on another occasion if anyone wants me to but yeah how has it been Faye, for you kind of over the last week i know we have we do have our little catch-up at the weekend we still try and main that, maintain that part of our structure Routines. and routine yeah. um but yeah it's not quite the same so what's been going on i know you've been in the mothership very busy yeah busy in the mothership um and i'm still doing the runs on a daily basis as you know that's um, brilliant yeah so i get up and i go on my run every Every day. Um, I don't necessarily want to go every day, I'll be completely honest, but it's something that I've told myself I'm going to do. And of course, when I've done it, I feel so much better for it. Um, and it's it's interesting that the journey that it takes you on when you're running um, and the things that your mind goes through. And today, if anyone, I, I come back and I do a Facebook Live almost immediately afterwards um and today I was chatting about the fact that I didn't particularly want to go on this run so I was trying to play a game with myself and I was trying to play I Spy um (laughs) and I was playing I Spy on my own and winning um and I (laughs) decided to do I Spy five things that are red four things that are blue three things that are yellow and and so on until I got to I thought well I'm going to do I Spy something that is purple um and it was quite funny because I saw a uh, sort of maroony coloured car bearing in mind I'm running on my own at you know, I don't know, 10 to 7 in the morning. Um, and I'm trying to keep myself entertained. And uh, I thought, oh, OK, there we are. That's a that's a marini colour car. That'll do for purple. And I could hear in my head my eight-year-old, who would be a stickler for the right shade of purple, <laughs> saying, no, that's not purple, that's not purple. And so I took great fun running a bit longer until I spied... And it was a. Can you have you have you seen my Facebook live? Can you guess what I what I spied that was purple in a recycling bin this morning? 
Well, no, I haven't. And I'm thinking what on earth you could have seen that is purple. Yogurt containers? No, it's, we were talking about after Beetroots. Easter weekend. After Easter oh, weekend, ah, Laura. Okay, Cadbury's chocolate Cabri's foil. Cadbury's chocolate Easter egg box. So I was Someone very pleased with myself. <laughs> so I played I Spy on my own and won while on my daily jog this morning. Felt if only it was always yeah. like that. <laughs> well, I had another interesting moment. I um, went to the post office uh, this week because my 99-year-old uh, grandmother is currently she's in a hotel she uh, should be being, oh yeah yeah she should be being moved to a care home i have to say i'm a little bit relieved that she's currently not and that she's in a hotel which sounds a slightly safer mm. place at the moment but i'm very aware that she's um very much on her own in every sense of the word and she's um a, an amazing woman so i wanted to pop something in the post to her and queued at the post office um, which is always a cue anyway, isn't it? Let's face it. And it was someone who remarked, and we've all commented on the weather, but the one <laughs> thing I hadn't taken into account, and rightly so, what a good job we're not queuing in the rain. And I thought, yes, because we could so easily yeah. have been standing in the rain in that queue. Um, well, it's April showers, isn't it? You know? Yes. We yeah. forget this with this sunshine. Completely. So I was quite grateful for, for the fact that I, you know, I had queued for a good 20 minutes to get to the post office, um, but that when that I'd done it in the sunshine. So that was that was a real joy. Um, yeah. And, you know, thinking about what you're saying about runs, you know, going out and doing a run, waving at your parents, me waving at mine as I go by, you know, all these kinds of things is so much better in the sunshine, yes. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. When it was really windy the other day, actually, it did not encourage me to go outside. But what a difference it makes to being able to put up with everything yes. and do things. Yeah, 100%. Completely and utterly. I've seen on the note of things, I've not tried this out yet, Laura. Depending on how much longer lockdown goes on for, I may or may not try. But I have seen, as you've mentioned, we usually would have our traditional Saturday morning swim. Some people are trying to tether themselves in a swimming pool. Yes, I saw someone doing this as well. I've not tried it yet, but I admit I was tempted having watched it. I don't think I'm strong enough because clearly you must be going like the clappers for your whole body, not just to collapse. That's true. To the bottom of the and it's only a, a regular pool. sized paddling pool as well, isn't it? It's not you know it, we're not talking about great big swimming pools, obviously. Or you wouldn't have to tether yourself, but um, I, yeah. I think this needs to be a Faye and Eddie co-production um, <laughs> in order that we capture the full sound effects and properly get yes. to enjoy it. We don't have a pool, so I cannot volunteer to do that right now. No, OK. <laughs> I think you've rather nicely sidestepped out of that one, Laura, really. Truly, yeah, I'll, I'll leave you to yeah. do that, Faye, in an, in an idle moment. Yes. Not that yeah, they exist um, yeah. either. Let's just see how many weeks it rolls on before I decide to reach for the paddling pool and a very long piece of rope. So, yes. <laughs> I was just going to say, so you're going to record something for next week, aren't you? Yes, I am. And I'm really looking forward to it already um, in my usual way. I, we've decided that we're going to change our family exercise a little bit. And it only seemed fair um, to each member of the family to take it in turns to decide what the family exercise is going to be. Um, and today it's uh, Jemima's turn. And we tend to vary from uh, walking, cycling or even uh, scooting. Sometimes we scoot round to Nana's, as you know, and we wave in the back lane. Other times yeah. we go on the cycle path and sometimes we just walk across the fields and the girls like climbing the trees um so today jemima's taking the lead um on choosing the family exercise and i i'm pretty pretty sure she will be choosing to walk in the fields and climb a tree um oh. so that's that i'm gonna get recording that and share that with you for next week well if um if i would follow a similar theme the one thing that's changed since last 
last week when I was recording. Um, usually I go for a nice long walk in the morning and Lola's in the pushchair. Now she wants to walk. So we've reached that stage. And I think it happened quite late for us because she didn't walk. At, you know, like some children are walking from like nine, ten months. Mm. I kind of didn't encourage Lola and she's now 18 months. <laughs> um, so I drew it out for as long as possible. But now she doesn't want to sit in the pushchair any longer. She wants to walk. And my goodness, what a change around that is. Yeah, new experiencing. Yeah. Yes, yeah, you know, I'm I'm sure I'm going to have a bad back after just a couple of days of this and I shall not be even attempting to go off and do the same kind of walk because inevitably you get to the furthest point and they decide they want to get out then. Yes. And unless you want a screaming child the entire way home. It's hard, um, isn't it? Because it's hard craft, yeah. yeah. And they want to walk, but they actually you know can't put in quite the same amount of miles as you can at this point in their lives no and she doesn't have shoes either because we went into lockdown at a point when um she didn't have shoes because she didn't need them now she does and we haven't got any and you can't get a foot measure online because everyone else has already had that idea already so even though i wanted to order them online i think i have to wait until june i seem to remember giving you a pair of red welly boots but that's really not the first pair of shoes for a a toddler is it lover she'll look like she's walking on the moon I did try her in them um, and she just doesn't know how to move no, her leg. No. She's like, what is this? <laughs> what are you doing to me, mummy? <laughs> yeah, she she was funny walking over grass because to begin with, she was like, what do I do? Do I have to lift my foot higher than the grass? Can I walk forward? She's quite cautious. You know how some children are like, they just do it and they mm. fall over and they get back up again. She's like, no, I'm surveying the area yeah. and this terrain is not like the carpet. Yeah. Um, so, yes. So there may be an update on this next oh, week. Super. I can feel another report coming in. <laughs> well, Laura, it's been a pure joy. It really has been. Love yeah, speaking as to always. you. Yeah, always, as always, always. So you take care. Enjoy another week and we shall catch up again soon. Thanks for listening to Freelance Mum. Remember, there's loads more podcasts and exciting content at freelancecorner.co.uk and you can also meet lots of other freelancers. Subscribe, like and share from whichever platform you get your podcasts from and join us next week as we speak to another expert on an issue that's important to you. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.